You're listening to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast with Jody Livingston, episode number 34. I just like smiling. Smiling's my favorite. Welcome to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast, helping you survive and thrive in youth ministry. And now your host, Jody Livingston. Well, hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the show today, wherever you are and wherever this finds you. Thanks for making this podcast today a part of your day. I appreciate you checking it out. If it's your first time, thanks for coming over and checking the podcast out and giving it a listen. Welcome, especially to you. And if you're coming on back, well, thanks for coming back and listening still. Appreciate that. You can find me on Twitter, at, at Jody Livingston, that's J-O-D-Y, and of course over on the Facebook at thelongerhall.com. All of the links and resources mentioned today in this episode, you can find at thelongerhall.com slash episode 034. That's thelongerhall.com slash episode 034. Well, the end of the year is rolling around here. It is December. Just a, Christmas is just a few days away, which is crazy, it seems. And uh, with that, I'm thinking through kind of what the next year will bring and be like. And one of the things that I do every year is I sit down and come up with a reading list of things that I'm going to read, books that I want to read. Generally on my list, there are at least 12, one a month. I will read much more than that, but I at least try to identify 12 off the front that I want to read, and then I'll take suggestions and come across books throughout the year that um, that I'll pick up and read. And so I believe that reading is really important. I think it's one of the most important things you can do as someone who leads, who is in a position of leadership. It's certainly one of the best and most inexpensive ways to learn and to grow And I think it's just a really important discipline to have in your life. I talk to a lot of youth pastors or youth workers who say, well, I'm just a really slow reader or I just don't enjoy reading. And I get that. I've been there. Uh, I just think reading is a discipline that you form. It's a habit that you form in your life. And so I'm going to try to give you some practical steps today to try to help that and to try to help you just kind of uh, be able to read more and to read a little faster, and just to enjoy it more. So I'm going to give you some really practical tips here today about reading. I know this sounds awful. It's like an episode of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood or something like that, or Reading Rainbow or some after-school special, but I promise uh, there will be no puppets or trains or sweaters or songs that occur uh, over the next few minutes in that. But I think this is such an important topic and such an important discipline for you If you're really wanting to build a ministry of longevity, and certainly one that has a tremendous amount of influence, you're going to need to learn to have the discipline of reading in your life. You know, at the end of every episode, uh, I always ask the guest or give you one resource. And I don't think it's uh, by accident or surprising that you find most people giving a book as a resource. I just think it's really important. And obviously, there's a lot of great resources out there that are in books uh, and, and through that. And so uh, I just think it reinforces here what we're talking about of the importance of reading in your life and in your ministry. So I'm going to give you a few practical steps here on reading. And 
being a better reader, reading more and developing a habit of reading in your life. Okay. Number one, and this may seem a little counterintuitive, but I think it'll make sense as we go. Number one, read a lot. So if you don't like reading, um, just, you just have to read it. You just have to read a lot. The more you read, the more you'll enjoy reading. Um, I tell people a lot, especially when it comes to reading scripture, which is not necessarily what we're talking about here, but reading scripture, reading a lot of scripture tends to give you an appetite for more scripture. And it tends to um, want you, place with desire within you to read more and more. And I think that's true with reading in general, particularly with scripture. But I think across the board, that's probably, um, that's probably true there. So reading a lot helps. And, and within this, I want to kind of frame this a little bit. So I don't just mean uh, reading, uh, reading for the sake of reading, although there's probably some benefit to that as well. Um, I think reading a variety of things as you read a lot is really important. If all you're always, if all you read are youth ministry books or leadership books or uh, nonfiction books, then yeah, that's going to be really monotonous and you're going to get really tired of that. So I think you need to balance that out and I think you need to have kind of within that some fiction in there, some biography, some history, uh, some leadership stuff, probably if you're leading, some youth ministry stuff, probably if you're leading, just some random hobby things, some things that you are just interested in that you enjoy reading, um, whatever those categories are, but not always reading the same type of thing. And I think that will help you in that. The more you read, the more you'll enjoy reading. Um, I think probably one of the reasons we don't read so much is because we find just entertainment other other places and other ways, whether that's, you know, our phones or our TVs or our movies or whatever. And so this, you know, in order to read a lot, you kind of have to put some of those things aside, but that doesn't make it boring. That doesn't make it boring. And we'll talk about that as we go through here. But read a lot, read a variety of things as you read a lot. And that will help you begin to develop a habit. Just read some every day. When I say read a lot, I don't mean sit down and read for like hours on end. I just mean read a lot of books, read quantity. And so, uh, you know, read, read some uh, before you go to bed each night and or read in the morning. That, that actually, if you read fiction before you go to bed, it will help you sleep a little better. If you read nonfiction, it probably will stimulate your mind a little. So I don't know if I would go nonfiction route uh, necessarily, but just read a lot and read consistently. That will help you develop a habit of reading more. All right. So number one, number two, um, this, I'm going to call this ransacking is kind of how I learned it and what I learned it as you may or may not have heard of this before, or at least not in its formal sense, not that this is formal, but one of the ways that you can read more is by ransacking a book. And so when I started, when I began college, uh, one of the very first classes that I had, there was just an incredible amount of reading in, in this uh, class. And one of the very first things that we talked about in that class is how to read more, how to read quicker, how to read better. And uh, one of the things in that was this concept of ransacking a book. And so here's how this works or what this looks like. You're going to go through and you're going to read the introduction of the book. You're going to read the entire introduction of the book. From there, then, you're going to read the first and last paragraph of every chapter. Okay? The first and last paragraph of every chapter. And then you will read the conclusion of the book. 
Um, within each chapter, anything that has a heading under it, you will read the first and last paragraph of as well. And then as you come through there, if you find things that are interesting to you or things that seem more important, then you'll read that in its entirety. Um, by doing this, you will gain a really good idea and concept of the entirety of the book, which is always kind of the point, right? Um, so you'll know kind of what's going on there. You'll hit the main points. Anything that is worth uh, learning or taking from the book is generally going to be mentioned multiple times anyway. And so you'll find that as you read, you'll see these things um, come up. And, you know, the idea here is to gain the most insight from it, move through the book and not get bogged down in it. This would not work in a fictional book, obviously. Um, that would be <laughs> really terrible. But in a nonfiction sense, generally by ransacking a book, you can move through it pretty quickly, come out the other side of it, have a really good understanding and idea of what's in there. And then if you need to go back and reference it or read it later, you certainly um, can do that. This will help you a tremendous amount when it comes to reading and moving through a book um, rather quickly. Obviously, the introduction is going to introduce the book, kind of the thesis of the book, the main premise there. Each chapter is going to do a similar thing for the chapter. It's going to introduce what is going to be spoken about there and covered. And then obviously the end is going to be a conclusion and a concluding thoughts wrapping everything up. So by doing this, you really get a good understanding of what happens and what is covered there throughout the chapter and throughout the book as a whole. All right. So you're going to read a lot, a variety of things. Ransack the book is a huge help. Third is this audiobooks. Um, I love audiobooks. If you've listened to the podcast or been around the blog, uh, you've seen me talk about this, heard me talk about audiobooks. I, I just enjoy them. Um, it is a way for me to read much more and much faster. And so as I'm reading, I use uh, audible.com, which I, I re highly recommend to you. Um, it's a great resource for me. And so I will read uh, through audible.com or listen rather, and I will listen at a much faster rate of speed. So sometimes 2x or 3x through the book. And I thought at the beginning that it would be too difficult to do that. I had a friend who was doing this and he really encouraged me to listen at a faster rate. And I just thought I'll never be able to understand that. I'll never be able to comprehend that. And he said, no, your brain will totally grab it. And, I and he found that actually in his case, he was much more engaged in, in the book itself. And so uh, this, I started slow and kind of slowly increased the speed as I went. And now for sure, when I listen to a book at regular speed now, it's really, really difficult for me. Um, I just, I've gotten so used to that, that as I'm listening to it at such a faster rate, uh, my mind or my brain almost slows it down for me. And I'm able to move through a book rather quickly. If I've got a book that's, you know, six hours long and I'm listening to it at, at three times the speed, two times the speed, you know, that's, and that's a couple hours I can move through that book, um, generally speaking. And so that helps me a ton in reading. I can do this in the car. I can do this, you know, I, just as I'm going. And, uh, and it, it is tremendous help for me. I really, really enjoy it a lot. I will also often buy the same book that I buy on audible.com. I will buy it on the Kindle version of it as well. And, uh, there's the nice feature there is because both are owned by Amazon and run by Amazon. There is a feature called whisper sync 
that will sync the two together. So if I'm listening to the audio version and I stop when I open up the Kindle version, it will pick up where I left off. And so it's really, really nice. It helps me continue to move forward. I don't have to try to figure out where I was when I left off. It, it works really, really well. And then, of course, if I really enjoy the book or if I find it very helpful or it's something I want for a future reference, honestly, I'll go and usually buy the book itself, the physical book as well. I just love books. There's something about that. Really like hardbacks. Um, they just look nice on a bookshelf. And something about having a book in your hand, the smell of that book, nothing like it walking into a bookstore. I just love that, kind of geek out over that stuff. But uh, that way I have the hard copy of the book on my bookshelf or wherever that I can reference uh, later or reread later if I want to. So if you've not tried this, uh, then I would encourage you to at least give it a go. And so you can, you can actually get a free month and download um, through audible.com, just a trial deal for, and you get a free book, free download, a free month, first free month and a, a free download through there. You can choose from, you know, 250,000 plus books that they have there and by going to the longerhall.com slash audible trial. So if you go to the longerhall.com slash audible trial, you can grab a free month and a free download there. Just give it a go and see how this works out for you. Um, and if you enjoy it, uh, if you find it helpful. And then from there, if you keep it, it's like 15 bucks a month, I think, after that. And you get a book every month, a free credit that you can use towards any book that they have there on Audible. And, uh, and I just enjoy it so much. I really like the fact that I can pause kind of my, it's my membership. There's no contract there. So if I get into a really see a busy season, like I have been the last few months, I'll just kind of pause the membership or cancel the membership for those few months and then kick it back in again when things slow a bit. And so, uh, man, I really encourage you to give it a try. I just think it's really, really helpful. That is an affiliate link to be totally transparent. So I will earn a little bit of a commission on that, but that's, that's not really why I'm recommending it to you. Uh, if you're going to use it and you would love to do that, that's a great way to help the show and help me. But uh, either way, I don't, you don't have to pay any money to do that. It's at no cost, that free month, free download. And if you don't want it, just cancel. If it doesn't work for you, then don't do it for sure. But I, for me, it's extremely helpful. I enjoy that so, so very much. Um, so there you go. All right. The next thing is this. Don't feel pressured to finish a book. Um, this, this is maybe be being like a book snob, but I just feel like it's kind of the author's responsibility to write a good book and to write a book that will hold and keep my attention. So if I'm reading a book and it just gets really boring or I have a, just spacing out, unless I'm being required to read it for something, I don't, I don't really mind putting it down. And that, it wasn't that way at first because I'm a guy who really likes to finish things. I start and so it really bothered me to kind of not finish the book. But I, I just found that kind of taking that pressure off of, of not feeling like I have to finish everything, I, you know, every book I start really helps me a lot. Um, and so just by kind of taking that off of me it allows me to move on to another book that I may enjoy more or I may really like. So I just encourage you in that, like don't feel the pressure to finish every book you start. Now, if you never finish any book you start, okay, that's a problem. That's just laziness. Um, so don't do that. Go into a book with the intent of finishing. But if you get in there and you can't, you get lost, 
you know, in the book or you just, it just kind of loses your attention or whatever, then, then don't mind, don't, you know, just stop and go pick up another book and, and find another that you can read. So don't feel pressured to, uh, to finish. Okay. So read a lot there and a variety of things, ransack the book, um, take advantage of audible books. That's a, that's a big one. Don't feel the pressure to finish. Um, and then I, I would say too, one of the things that I do is I often look at the table of contents and find the chapters. Sometimes I will just read certain chapters of a book um, that, that really seem more compelling than others. And, and this doesn't work for every book, obviously. But again, this kind of goes along with almost like not finishing is, you know, don't feel like you have to read the entire book. Now, some books kind of build on themselves. And I think a good book probably does. But some books you can certainly use more as a reference guide and reading kind of chapters that seem to be more interesting to you can help you gain some things and move kind of on and forward. Again, this would not work with like a biography perhaps or a fictional book that might be a disaster. But I do think for like a nonfiction book, this is something that I will uh, sometimes do as well. And it helps me move on and move through books a little faster um, even even if I end up reading the whole book, it, just to know kind of what is there and what I'm looking for, sometimes will keep me, like if I start losing interest early on in a book and I look at the table of contents and I see that there's a chapter later, seems more interesting to me. Rather than put the whole book down, I can skip ahead and grab those chapters there um, as well. So that is another tip there. Read uh, the table of contents, pick out those chapters if you're having trouble getting through a book. And, uh, and read those chapters. And then uh, one more thing here is speed reading. So I had a class in school that was going to be an incredible amount of reading. And I was worried that I wouldn't be able to get it all done because I read very, very slowly. I was an extremely slow reader. And I did not retain things well um, at all. I would find myself rereading the same pages over and over and over and over again. And uh, so maybe you can relate to that. I don't know. And so I found a speed reading book, um, which is kind of ironic that you would read a speed reading book when you read slowly, but uh, I did, picked it up at the bookstore, and in, the name of it was Evelyn Wood's Seven Day Speed Reading Course, and it's, it's a rather old book at this point, but still a tremendous book. I will put a link to it in the show notes so that you can check this book out um, and go grab a copy. It is, uh, it is a great, great book, and... Um, I will say this, I doubled my reading speed in the first, within the first chapter, after the first chapter, um, which was tremendous. And I wasn't even speed reading yet. I was just reading faster. And it was a lot of little practical tips and things to help you move through reading faster. Some uh, just really good habits to form, uh, even in little things like prepping the book before you read it so that you can move through the book faster. Um, so that's that. The, the other thing is, obviously, you do learn to speed read. So you come out of that uh, reading rather quickly when you need to. And I still will do this at times. Um, and so you, you pick up that. Your basic, your, your kind of standard reading speed will increase. And then beyond that, as you practice and learn uh, the speed reading techniques, obviously, you read faster and faster, much faster there. You won't ever speed read everything, hopefully, uh, but you, you will do that. Now, some things you're not going to want to speed read. Again, like a fictional book or something like that, 
it's perfectly okay not to, but there are times where you just want to move through things. The nice thing about this book that I really appreciated in this process is it not only taught me how to read faster, just kind of as a base level and increase my just standard reading speed. It also taught me how to speed read, obviously, but it also goes further than that and kind of redefined very much how I take notes using uh, something called a slash recall pattern. Talks about taking notes in a lecture setting um, as well. Kind of redefined a lot of that thing. So it goes beyond even reading a little bit. And so the beauty of this is if you follow this, uh, when you finish, you'll not only finish the book but you, uh, and having read it, but you'll finish it having notes and having retained much of it and be able to come back and Uh, and really be able to speak to what was in there, even to the specifics of what was in it. So really, really great uh, resource and great book that I have appreciated really um, a lot throughout the years, benefited much from that. And then the last thing here that I have for you is almost kind of the first thing that I said, and that is set goals, set reading goals, make a reading list. So sit down and look around, talk to people, ask, check out the blog, Go back through the podcasts. Uh, there's lots of books that are recommended throughout these episodes. Um, and I've, I've given in blog posts as well that you can uh, pick up and read. And, and it may not be 12. It may not be six. Maybe it's three. You know, start at an attainable goal with the, with the hope and the intention of increasing that as, as you go. But if you don't, you don't have a goal in the outset, you're probably not going to do a whole lot, and then I would encourage you also to write them down somewhere so that it is written down. Um, writing goals down really, really help a lot. And, and so make sure that you kind of set some goals practically, that you write those goals down so that they're written down for you, and that you, again, you're kind of building in a mixture of books, things you really like, things you're interested in, um, all, all across the, the scope and scale there. And then uh, just kind of one final extra thought that really I'm just thinking about is sometimes it helps to have build in some accountability. And so maybe you join a reading group or a, a book club or something like that. And this is something that I tried last year, to be totally honest. And uh, uh, several of you, you jumped in on that. And uh, the goal was, as I was reading, to kind of uh, once a month kind of tell you kind of a recap of the book that was the book for that month and then introduce you to the book that was coming the following month. And it was all well and good. And I did read most of those books, but um, it, I just didn't, didn't have the time, didn't take the time, didn't make the time to be able to do it. other things became a priority. And so I just kind of let that fall by the wayside. So if you're in that book club, I apologize for leaving you hanging there. But it does help a lot to at least have a reading group uh, or some other folks that you know that are reading with you, uh, kind of the same, same books, some accountability built in there is really, really helpful. Listen, in all seriousness, whether you enjoy reading or not, it is very, very important. It's an incredible discipline for you in your life and your ministry and your effectiveness. And, um, there are very few ways that you can grow as a leader, grow as a person, um, than reading and, and certainly few ways that are as inexpensive Um, than reading. So I hope you'll kind of take note, start to put some of these things in place and practice. I think it will really help you uh, as you you really try to read more and as you try to uh, develop the discipline and habit of reading. 
So again, I'll have links to this, uh, all these things in the show notes. I'll put the links to the speed reading book in there. I'll have a link for the Audible trial in the show notes as well. So you can head over and check that out. Grab those from there. And listen, while you're there, uh, leave a comment. What other things do you do that help you when it comes to reading, uh, reading more, reading faster? What kind of resources and helps have you found that help you that? Just uh, while you're there, leave a comment, share that so others can, can see, kind of add your voice into that conversation. Uh, that would be great. I would love to hear from you. I always appreciate learning from you uh, very much. And so uh, make sure you do that again. Listen, if you're joining the podcast, head over to iTunes and uh, write a review for the podcast. Leave a review there. Subs- make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you get it each and every week as, uh, as I release those episodes, these episodes. Um, the reviews really help the ranking of the podcast a lot. It helps others find the podcast. Super encouraging to me as well. And I would appreciate it so much if you would take time to do that. If you've got a few minutes, you can go to thelongerhaul.com slash iTunes and do that there. Just another reminder, the show notes page is at thelongerhaul.com slash episode 034. That's thelongerhaul.com slash episode 034. That'll wrap it up for us today. Thanks again for tuning in and joining. Thanks for all you do for the students, the teens, and the families that you serve You're making an incredible influence and impact, even though sometimes I know it doesn't feel like it. I promise you are. Hang in there. Don't give up. And I will catch you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast at www.thelongerhall.com. 